0: Welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, as always, AKA
1: Yes! Rebecca. I am so fucking excited to talk about this, everything about this.
0: <laughs> give, me, give me a second. I got to wipe the blood from my ears. <laughs> are you not pumped? I am jazz. Totally jazz. So today we are talking about the Cloverfield Paradox in this very special review episode. Uh, if you are interested in whether you should go see the movie or not, uh, spoiler, yes, you should. Uh, We have a should I go see it episode in your feed to talk about it in general terms. But here we are to do a deeper dive into this film and its related other Cloverfield movies much more in depth. So I got to warn you once again, this discussion will absolutely spoil all three Cloverfield movies. Spoilers for all three Cloverfield movies. If you have not seen them, go back and watch them. If you don't care, feel free to continue to listen. But don't be mad when we spoil the shit out of all of it. Fair, AJ?
1: I'm so fucking
0: excited. So The Cloverfield Paradox uh, launched on Netflix the night of the Super Bowl. Uh, I watched it immediately that night. Uh, AJ has seen it since. We're here to talk about it in depth. It is a straight-up sci-fi movie, and that is why I love it so much because it's my favorite genre. Anytime you have people running around on a spaceship with flashing red lights and steam jutting out and people yelling about rerouting power... I am <laughs> into it. I am all <laughs> aboard. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what's your overall take? First of all, so did you overall like it? Take
1: of of paradox. Just paradox. Yeah, F- fantastic. I I there is so much. I don't. I know that there's a lot of negativity online, and I know that people don't like it, but I, I don't care. Like I think same. I I don't know if it's maybe because I love the series and the universe it's based out of. Maybe I'm just a sucker for a good kind of campy sci-fi movie. Yep, yep. It was just, it was fun, and it was a good ride, and I loved being on it.
0: Yeah, the thing that I loved about it, uh, just speaking generally, is it kept me on my toes. Like, it was, it changed genres once in a while. Like, it starts out with uh, the couple in, like, a gas line, like, waiting to get gas for their car, and power goes out, and you can tell that it's, like, a dystopian type of future, and I thought maybe that was going to be the theme. Then all of a sudden, she's in space before the opening credits, And now we're in a space station and it's like a space station type of movie. And then it becomes like a horror movie and like an alien type movie and like a body horror movie. Like it just covers weird, but it still stays consistent. uh, And it's just so creative. And yeah, there's definitely been a lot of talk online about it being a little derivative or it's basically like every other sci-fi movie. And it's true. It uses a lot of those same tropes. But it does them so well, and it does do it kind of with a, like a wink and a nod at times uh, because of the character Mundy, played by Chris O'Dowd. He's kind of the comic so relief. Yeah. And he is able Hilarious. to like, keep it uh, level so it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so great. So, how do you, how do you want to do this? Great question. Because there's a lot to dissect. There's this movie, and then there's the, the broader picture of the Cloverfield universe. I feel like universe. to
1: understand Paradox, you have to go back to Cloverfield 1.
0: Okay, take take
1: me there. Take me back.
0: Paint me a word picture.
1: So in 2008, this movie, a movie called Cloverfield, came out in theaters, and it was a picture. The poster was the Statue of Liberty Liberty, with no head. Yep. And the tagline for the film was, something has found us. (laughs) Yep. And everyone was like, what is this film? Yep. Now, J.J. Abrams, who produced it, I don't know if he's just a genius or had a glimpse of genius or had a bunch of people in marketing around him that was genius, but Mm. he built this whole backstory and this viral marketing campaign around the movie based on a drink, Bill, called Slusho.
0: Say again? Yes.
1: News to me. Slusho.
0: Okay. The
1: whole whole viral campaign was around this drink called Slusho that apparently the drink of Slusho, or the main component was a special seaweed that was only accessible in a certain part of the ocean.
0: Mm -hmm. You vibing with me? I'm with you so far. Now at the end of
1: Cloverfield, after you see the monster and after people try to escape from the city, there's a found footage of a aircraft or a satellite going into the ocean in the end credits. Do
0: you think, uh, this is right before the end credits, in the found footage of them on the train. The Ferris wheel. Behind the Ferris wheel. Yeah, Yeah, behind the Ferris wheel. Uh, you say that satellite. So my original, my read of the movie has always been when I first saw it yep. and since then has been, that's the monster. Oh, like no. crash landing into the water. No, and then no, the no. film starts a couple of days after this footage is taken and the monster comes out of the
1: water. My take was on the always, and all that. that thing was either sleeping or dormant. And while they were mining or digging for that special seaweed in the ocean, it either woke it up or something happened.
0: Oh, see I didn't know the slush factor. Yeah. So I just was on a surface level reading of the film. It it played to me like this is this was the origin of the creature like it came from space, and landed in the water.
1: Now, do you want to go deeper down the rabbit hole? <sighs> sure. <laughs> Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane comes out a couple So the monster everyone was like it took what? Almost an hour. And a half into to the film that you finally get to see the monster.
0: Yeah. And then or there's we, a shot where they are coming out of the train station and like running around the corner and they turn up and the military shooting at it. It's one of my favorite yep. shots from that film. You yep. get a good look at it. Yeah.
1: That thing was a, the size of what a skyscraper.
0: Yeah. Cause they show an airborne shot in the helicopter of it, knocking down buildings yep. and being just shorter than some of the buildings. Yeah.
1: Now there's a special thing that I need you to know about the monster and why JJ Abrams made it the way he did. Said so he always conceived it as a baby. And he said that when it got awoken or when it came to life, yeah, that when you put a baby into a space that it doesn't know or a, a, a creature or whatever, it's it flips out. It flips out. Yep. So that creature was the baby of uh, see so now I'm, I'm making a connection
0: about? of paradox.
1: Ten Cloverfield Lane came out a couple of years afterward. Yeah. Certain John Goodman, which was Fucking amazing great movie. There's two or three Easter eggs in that movie that we need to talk about.
0: Yeah, because well, what so, did you think so,
1: about 10 Cloverfield Lane?
0: Loved it. Okay, I think Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman were great in it. Um, I have only seen it the one time in theaters, I actually have not gone back and rewatched it recently. So, my memory of it uh, was when she gets out of the bunker at the end. So, the whole the whole Beginning of the movie is all just sort of that tension in the bunker, right? And you're the whole movie, you're wondering, like, how what is it? Why is it called Cloverfield? Like, what the fuck? And then she gets out at the end, and there's creatures, there's a creature attack, and you realize, oh my god, this is happening either same time or same planet or same thing Something. that you think that it's somehow related. But the creatures in Cloverfield Lane were different. They weren't the creature from Cloverfield.
1: They were You do you think that they're-I mean, they seem like aliens, they seem
0: completely different, yeah. And so it's like they're both monster movies. They're both taking place in this weird universe, but you couldn't see a direct connection in the sense that it wasn't the same monster. You just assume that they're similar well, monsters. I feel they're like part the, of the same attack, the, the, perhaps. The,
1: the, the layer of Cloverfield Lane was not only are there monsters outside, but there but are, monsters are inside, inner demons is, yeah. and the monsters We are the
0: monsters. Yeah. This is why all sci-fi films are, are allegorical. Now, there's two
1: or three... Spoil, not spoiler, but I guess Easter. We're
0: spoiling. Spoil away, my friend.
1: Easter eggs in Ten Cloverfield Lane. All right, I probably
0: don't know these, so I'm excited.
1: When she climbs, when she has to reset the um, air filtration system, Mm -hmm. she climbs through the duct. She gets to that room. It's the same room where she sees the bubble where help is carved in the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. She looks down on the ground, and for some reason. They show a letterhead or an envelope from a company called Bold Futura. nuh uh Really? Bill, I'm a huge fan of the series. Okay, yeah,
0: I don't remember that. Letterhead at all. F- from
1: Bold Futura. is a font. That's the whole take on it. Oh, there we're going? Okay. So why would they do a close up shot of a letterhead called Bold Futura? I'll tell you why, Bill. Tell me. When you search online bold futura, apparently I mean, obviously it's all made up. But it's a subsidiary company of the Tag, the Tagruado. Let me, let me try that again. Bold Future is a subsidiary of the Tagruada Corporation. Uh huh. You're thinking to yourself, what the fuck is this uh, guy yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah. That was a company that created the satellite and the drilling equipment from Cloverfield One to get the seaweed out of the ocean.
0: How do you know that? Are you making that connection? That that's the same company that drills out the thing? Yep. No, because like, when where, you where, how do you know that? Because
1: when you went to the old website for the oh, drink, okay. it said so that it is the, documented
0: somewhere. Yeah, that they yeah. were equipped.
1: Yes, no, this is all out there that the equipment and the drilling equipment was made by this company.
0: So why would there be letterhead in that bunker? Because John Goodman's
1: character worked for Bold Futura for seventeen years. Because when you went on the company website, he was listed as an employee on their Shut company up. website.
0: Shut up! That's awesome. Yeah. I, this is all news to me.
1: Isn't that fucking crazy? That's great. Not only is that, but there is either one or two shots of the racks in the bunker mm-hmm. that either have a slusho mark on it or nah. it has a, um, it's either a drink mixture or either something like that that has the logo for slusho on it. That's awesome.
0: All right. So take me through how the both of those talked the, paradox.
1: Okay. So there's, there's two things or er, so. We're, we're all on the same page.
0: Yeah, I'm with you with the show I'm with you with the Goodman connection.
1: Yep. So he... He worked for the company. He worked for the company. Well, that he, drilled
0: the thing to get the seaweed that woke up the first creature. Yep. Okay. Which you you have to... I mean, you would only Which have is cool. to... I'm, with, I'm into it.
1: Now, where things get a little crazy and wonky is in um, 10 Cloverfield Lane, John Goodman's character... I'm trying to think of his last name in that movie. But anyways, John Goodman's character's last name in 10 Cloverfield Lane is the same last name of the guy who wrote the book The Cloverfield
0: Paradox in the movie. Which was Donald Logue uh, like don't in that little video clip. Now that was maybe the only false note to me in the movie was i felt like they did they were a little heavy-handed with that exposition Super heavy, a little yeah. too early yep like if he hinted a little well, bit we'll, we'll get there if he just hinted we'll a little bit there. i would have been okay but then he starts like listing out the possibilities and i was like all right that's a little much but second easter, anyway, besides second that,
1: easter egg is the woman who interviews him in that cnn feed yeah in paradox is the same actress who played the woman who was knocking on the bunker door to let her in. I had heard that. In 10 Cloverfield Lane. I heard
0: that. I heard that one. Uh, I didn't pick up on it myself. Again, I haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane since theaters, so I didn't make that connection, but I did hear that one.
1: So now we have to think to ourselves, how were they connected?
0: Right. So the in Paradox, they trigger the particle accelerator, yep. which rips open space and time. Yep. Uh, they get shot over to the other part of the solar, sh- or yeah, other side of the sun, whatever. They think they. Good point. Uh, and then they do it one more time, and it puts them back in place. So you think to yourself, maybe they fixed it. Sure. And then the whole reveal at the end is they land back on Earth, but it's in an Earth that has now been.
1: Well, as she as as the pod is going down to Earth through the clouds, a clover monster is going
0: right. The monster from Cloverfield One, clearly the monster from Clover, or not the monster, but a monster, a clover, like or clover... whatever you want to yeah, call it. Sure.
1: Is is basically in the Earth's atmosphere, It's like, so big, head
0: above the clouds, which stands to reason with your theory about the baby monster in the first movie. Is about a skyscraper versus Paradox. If it's full grown, it's it's literally above the clouds, yeah, massive. It's incredible. Uh, so now my question becomes, and the things that I've been I've been trying to connect since it's I saw Paradox party. is are all three movies in the same? So let's let like, for for my purposes let's use the dc multiverse as an example so like in dc there's uh earth prime earth prime is what they call like the main earth like we know sure and then there's all like earth two or three or oh whatever. it's kind of like so, in
1: dc when it's like um
0: yeah okay yeah that's what i just said dc universe you're not listening oh you said dc i think yes. you said marvel no no, no 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 i DC. think you said marvel i did not check the tape okay in the dc multiverse okay yeah yeah there's Earth Prime, yeah. and then there's the other stuff. She, she, she. So if we're watching Paradox, like is Ten Cloverfield Lane and the original Cloverfield, are those all different Earths? Do we think that they're the same Earth but different time frames? Because when they rip open the hole, they say it could affect past, present, and future. And, it, and we know that there's a multiverse because they they talk about that in the movie. That's the a whole movie. point. Yeah. So like where do you think do you think that all three are from different to mention all movies take place in a different version of earth. Cause like the, the setup for Cloverfield is clearly not in the same earth as paradox because there's no gas shortage. There's no wars. Like the movie Cloverfield takes place in what is to us present, like present earth. Sure. Versus paradox starts out on like a different. Don't one. they
1: give a year in paradox too? Like 2028 or something like that? I don't that? know if they specify a year.
0: So, well, I mean, you could interpret it that way, like Cloverfield. If we think of all, th- do you think all three took place in the same? Where like Cloverfield was one? No, because then they would know about the monsters if it all took place in the same one. So nothing would be a surprise in Paradox if Cloverfield one had happened in the same timeline. Yeah. So I, so I think when it ripped it open, I think one,
1: I think one and two, take place same. No, they're different. You think they're different? They're different, and I think. Three takes place in a a different universe, but
0: it's what caused it.
1: Either either what caused it, or is enough of a kind of iffy tie-in that makes you be like, oh, it's a it's a Cloverfield movie, yeah. And that was that's the main thing online that people are talking about. Is like, well, because originally. It was, it was a Paramount script bought by the studio in 2016. The initial name was called The God Particle. Yep. Apparently, J.J. met with, I don't know who the, the writer is, but rewrote it, saw it, rewrote it with him.
0: To work f- as to part of Cloverfield, f- to right? To fit
1: within the Cloverfield universe, which right. when you hear that, you're like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I could see where that could.
0: And that's what some of the knocks were on the movie was, some people felt like you could see the seams, so to speak, and that you could tell that it was recut or re edited or that some plots don't go anywhere or aren't fulfilled because they had to do so much editing and that they were trying to dodge a potential box office disaster if they didn't feel like it played well, by instead recouping some money, selling it to Netflix. Netflix gets a win out of it in terms of buzz.
1: But not only selling it, they didn't have to do any they didn't have to do any marketing No for distribution. It. Yeah, no, no. Literally the, nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> Craig just said yeah.
1: <laughs> minus a super bowl ad but like
0: didn't have Nef- wouldn't netflix pay for that i mean what the fuck
1: i mean that's what i'm saying is like what what's netflix annual ra- rake in yeah yeah Billions? i mean it, gets, it,
0: it regardless of how well reviewed it is it gets a bump netflix gets a bump no matter what
1: let's let's put the monster in the story aside i think it's still a fantastic the we're talking about paradox is a fantastic semi-campy kind of kind of not too serious
0: straight up sci-fi
1: straight yeah, up stra-
0: sci-fi yeah. movie when you have like some of the cut just to like gush for a second but like the arm like uh the 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 separate sentient arm was like a stroke of genius uh the worms the transposition of the worms the transition of someone in a wall like there's yeah. so like the, the the freezing of the when the wall gets blown out and the place is full of water and then it freezes as soon as it hits the vacuum. Like so many just like great, great scenes, like little vignettes almost. Uh, There's some some scenes reminiscent of John Carpenter's The Thing when they have the body on the table and they got to cut like it. It does so much well. I was just on the edge of my seat the entire time. I and mean, all the actors were great. Like Fantastic. when they when I watched the opening credits and I saw all these names, I was like, holy shit, all these people are in this like Netflix movie. Like what's happening?
1: But like, so, and I love too, how like the kind of backstory is grounded in reality where like things on earth are not great. There's a, there's a food shortage, right. a fuel shortage, yep. kind of like that interstellar basically. Yeah, like, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely,
0: there's definitely some shout outs to, uh, there's a feel of Interstellar in there. There's a there's some homages to Gravity in there. Alien, aliens in there. Like it's it, it, good, it, but it does it all well. Like I I get I get that people will call it derivative, but I I think it does it well. Uh, Event Horizon, another one that it kind of yep. plays with.
1: So we're at this place now. Where 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 do we go from here? And and what does it make us? Or how how do we think about the other Cloverfield movies? You said. In the um the should I go see it that JJ has the idea that the Cloverfield universe is like you know the the movies are all like different rides but they're in the same theme park right which I am one hundred percent on board and the rumor mill the rumor is the next movie takes place during World War, World War II. Oh,
0: really I didn't know that and I knew that there was a forthcoming but I didn't know anything
1: and about how it. the Nazis not only did they believe in you know. Norse mythology and tapping into m- magic and mystery but somehow the Cloverfield universe will are going to
0: play into that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm into Which it. Which I'm so I, I'm, like, into it. I'm
1: already it could come out in 2 years and I'm I'm super excited because like it it's it just building upon a story that doesn't have a start or beginning. Yep. but it has enough pull
0: that you're always going to want more and more and more and more. I love it because it is a venue for different directors with different styles to tell different stories uh it's not like an mcu very connected universe it doesn't have to be no uh but it still gives a chance there's like a, a certain feel to a cloverfield movie a certain like atmosphere to a cloverfield movie but they're still all different movies and so i will see them as long as they continue to come out the only thing i would i hope they don't do is i don't want them to try to over explain it so paradox is brilliantly vague in its explanation of sure. how of all the movies and i'm afraid that if they double down on that and like try to explain it it's going to make things worse but if now they just have the setup this is kind of paradox acts as the the prequel if you will the setup to how we got here now they can just tell as many stories as you like sure if they can continue on this track in terms of quality and atmosphere um, i'm all on board so wow i mean cloverfield all three of them we love them don't listen to the critics do and do your homework
1: like there is a lot of stuff out there that I didn't even touch on or tap into because like it is a it is a deep, deep rabbit hole. And I think JJ and the marketing team has put enough out there that will get you interested for a while the same way they grabbed me because they are all connected. I don't know how they are, but they there's too many... What's the word I'm looking for? There's too many similarities and Easter eggs between all three that it can't be a coincidence
0: yeah it's it's fun it's just fun yeah, to it's just, fun. just like it's, get a, fun, it's a game the, the the fun part of the puzzle is is putting it together you know what I mean like you just get these little snippets and you figure it out for yourself and you can interpret it however you want uh, it's great it's it's just a fun little uh, series
1: if you are a cloverfield fan like us is there any way that people can share their? Ideas and thoughts about the the universe, Bill.
0: Sure, you can slide into our DMs. Follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. Uh, there's the review for Cloverfield Paradox right on there. You can comment on it as some people have. One person said this movie sucks ass. Um, they're wrong. Uh, feel free to add your comments <laughs> or message us if you have any uh, any other movies or things that you want us to discuss or dive into for you. Thanks for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast.
1: Hmm.